This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let's Talk Ideas, your budget-friendly custom design firm. Phenomenal Foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Cubans celebrate United Nations vote against U.S. embargo. Agencies collaborate to accelerate digital payments and inclusion across the Eastern Caribbean. Jamaican entrepreneurs to get access to Silicon Valley training. Dominica Prime Minister Skerritt announces date for SNAP general elections. Grenada government appoints first female labor commissioner. And Antigua and Barbuda Yacht and Marine Association Industry Expo set for November 9th and 10th. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, November 7th. We start a report in Cuba where Cubans celebrate United Nations vote against U.S. embargo. Last Thursday, Cubans celebrated the overwhelming support they received from the international community at a United Nations vote condemning the U.S. trade embargo against the Caribbean nation. In the Cuban capital, hundreds of people gathered at University of Havana campus to demand the lifting of the six-decade-long U.S. unilateral policy against the island as Cuban state TV broadcasts and United Nations General Assembly session on outdoor giant screen. The United Nations General Assembly has now voted 30 consecutive times in favor of the small island request to lift the U.S. embargo. First imposed in 1962, the embargo was tightened by former U.S. President Donald Trump, who put in place 243 more sanctions, including banning all flights from the United States to Cuban destinations except Havana, and capping remittances Cuban Americans can send to their families back home. The current U.S. administration allowed airlines to resume flights to other Cuban cities and lifted the cap on remittances, but the web of sanctions against Cuba remains largely in place. Sinkett's Nevis Observer via CMC reports the United States Biden administration on Friday sanctioned the president of Haiti's Senate, Joseph Lambert, for his alleged involvement in significant corruption and gross violation of human rights. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony J. Bilkin in a statement said, Senate President Lambert abused his public position by participating in corrupt activities that undermined the integrity of the Haiti government. Further, there is credible information of Lambert's involvement in a gross violation of human rights, namely extrajudicial killing during his government tenure, Bilkin added, disclosing that the State Department is also designating Lambert's wife. He said that under this authority, Section 7031C of the U.S. State Department Foreign Operations and Related Programs Appropriation Act 2022, designated officials of foreign governments and their immediate family members are generally ineligible for entry into the United States. Alongside these designations by the Department of State and Treasury, Bilkin said the government of Canada is taking action to hold Lambert accountable for his role in undermining stability in Haiti. The United States stands with the people of Haiti in pursuit of democracy, prosperity, and the rule of law, he said. 
You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Agencies collaborate to accelerate digital payments and inclusion across the Eastern Caribbean. Today, the European Union Organization of African, Caribbean, and Pacific States and the United Nations Capital Development Fund formally announced their partnership to accelerate digital financial inclusion across selected Eastern Caribbean islands. The Digital Financing Inclusion Program is a four-year joint initiative signed by the Organization of African, Caribbean, and Pacific States, funded by the EU and implemented by the United Nations Capital Development Fund, with Trinidad and Tobago, as well as the Eastern Caribbean Currency Union states eligible for services. Financial inclusion, that is access to a range of appropriately designed financial services, digital payments, credit, insurance, wealth management, delivered responsibly to underserved individuals and businesses is an essential tool for eradicating poverty, boosting resilience, and fostering inclusive economic growth. David McGollin, European Union Head of Corporation to Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, Eastern Caribbean States, the OECS, and CARICOM CARIFORM stated, this partnership is launched with the intention to grow the digital economy and reduce financial vulnerability in Trinidad and Tobago and the Eastern Caribbean. It is important to ensure adults have affordable and convenient options to send and receive money when in need, use low-cost cost digital payment services and access different forms of finance to increase their financial resilience, he said. Since the launch of the program in February 2022, the United Nations Capital Development Fund has worked to provide technical assistance to multiple government agencies across the Eastern Caribbean in areas of policy acceleration, training, and technical support around financial technology, fintech, and financial inclusion. Now on to Jamaica, where Jamaican entrepreneurs get access to Silicon Valley training. Jamaica Information Service reports local entrepreneurs in Jamaica are being invited to submit applications to the Bahama Bay's Kuno Innovations Hub to receive technical support and training to develop and grow technology-based businesses. The hub is an innovative accelerator designed in conjunction with Draper University, a leading authority on acceleration programs in Silicon Valley in the United States. Kunu accelerates startups by ensuring participants have tools, techniques, and funding to identify problems and generate innovative solutions. The deadline for Submission is November 15. Head of Partnership and Business Development at Draper University, Khadija Ghazi, said the training sessions are conducted by other entrepreneurs who have built businesses in the technology industry. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Next up, Dominica Prime Minister Skerritt announces date for SNAP general election. 
Barbados Today via CMC reports Dominica's Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt Sunday night announced December 6 as the date for a snap general election in Dominica. The snap election comes three years after Skerritt led the ruling Dominica Labor Party to an 18-3 victory in the general election of 2019. In a radio and television broadcast, Skerritt said nomination day will be November 18. The Dominica Labor Party is expected to face a challenge from the main opposition United Worker Party, which held three seats in the last parliament and whose leader, Lennox Linton, resigned from the position of party leader last month. Now on to Grenada, where the government appoints the first female labor commissioner. Grenada now reports Grenada's Ministry of Legal Affairs, Labor and Consumer Affairs announced the appointment of Valerie Thomas as Labor Commissioner. Thomas is the first woman to serve as Labor Commissioner in Grenada and brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to the position, having worked extensively in the field of labor relations. Thomas specialized in labor studies with an emphasis on negotiations, labor administration, labor dispute management, and party dialogue. Her professional career includes employment with one of the largest trade unions in Trinidad and Tobago and highlights a sterling record of success before the industrial courts. Thomas also has experience in the Grenada Public Service, having worked for over 17 years in the fields of general administration and human resource development. Her appointment as Labor Commissioner took effect on November 3rd. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. To share information and upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And here's our final note. Antigua and Barbuda to witness first Antigua and Barbuda Yachting and Marine Association Industry Expo, November 9th and 10th. Rideups 24 reports the Antigua and Barbuda Yachting and Marine Association has declared that the country will have the first ever Antigua and Barbuda Yachting and Marine Association Industry Expo. The expo will be held on November 9th and 10th at the National Sailing Academy. The event will focus on making citizens of Antigua and Barbuda aware of the various elements of the yachting industry and will come to know more about career opportunities within it. The association also hopes to encourage people with transferable skills to consider making a move into yachting. The event will take place just before the commencing of the peak season of the industry. Access to the show will be free of cost. The association has been working in collaboration with the Ministry of Education to host the fifth form in inviting the students and public to visit yachtsmen and take the opportunity to network and learn more about business in the industry. This podcast has been brought to you by Let's Talk Ideas, your budget-friendly custom design firm. Phenomenal foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. To share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, November 7th. I'm Keisha Wallace. Fire!
For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news. 